Shabbat Daf Kufnin The last thing we were discussing was uh, Abayev found Rabbah putting his uh, son on the side of a donkey and told me, hey, you're using an animal, I'm only using the side. And we got into whole machloket of using the side of an animal and then using the side of a, of a tree uh, for a sukkah purpose. Am I allowed to walk into that sukkah on Yom Tov or not, if, I'm, if the schach is standing on it? And our Mishnah asked the question, maybe the, this machloket of Tzadin is the same machloket of uh, of uh, Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar in the name of Rabbi Meir, if a sukkah is made of two regular walls and the third wall, which is making it kosher, is the tree. Uh, Tanakama says, don't go into it on Shabbat. And Rabbi Meir says, go into it on Shabbat. And the machloket is Tzadin. Abaya said, that's not their machloket. The machloket over there was the side of a side. You're using the schach, which is touching the, the wall, which is touching the tree. And Rabbah said, no, it's all the same machloket. Whoever says, Tzadim is Asur, Tzidet Tzadim is also Asur. Whoever says, this one's mutar, the other one's mutar also. And it is this, and it is a machloket of Ta'anakama and Rabbi Shimon ben Azar in the name of Rabbi Meir. With that, we are starting on Kufnun Dawud Amudbet, the last line. The Gemara is now asking a question towards the end. Etive. We have a Rav Meshashiyah Rava. Rav Meshashiyah has a problem with Rava. You want to tell me it's a Machloket Tanaim? We have a Braita. Na'at Ated Ba'ilan. I put a peg into a tree. V'tala Ba'kalkala. And I hung on it a basket. Lemala Ma'asarat Fahim. Over 10 Fahim from the ground. And I put... My iruf tehumin. That's going to be where that tree is going to be where I end. In iruv lo iruv. The iruv is not considered iruv. The idea being is that each basket is more than is wider than four tefahim, and when you put it on top of a ten tefahim from the karka, it now becomes reshut yachid, and you're taking from your reshut rabim. But you're taking from reshut yachid to reshut rabim, and that's a problem. Now, however, if it's less than 10 Fahim from the ground, because uh, they're both in Rishut Rabim, you're in Rishut Rabim, and the basket. Tama, now, we're going to be Medayak like this. Tama, all this is because you, uh, you, put, you, you stuck a nail into the tree, or you put a peg in the tree, and you're basically, see that stadim. You're using the, the nail, you're using, you're using the basket that's on the nail that's on the tree. Right? Then But if you didn't put the peg, rather I hung the basket on one of the branches. And I'm using the tree itself. Why? Because you're using, it's dadim. You're using the side of the tree. You're using the basket that's on the tree. Now the Gemara finishes its question. Our Tana who said that using the Tzadin of the tree is Asur. And he allows the Tzidet Tzadim. So you see there is a difference. There is someone who is uh, who is uh, who says it's Asur it's Asur and he's Matir And this goes against Ravah who said one is contingent on the other that he uh, if you look at the bottom of Kofnun Dalad Amud Bet he said Manda Asar Bet Tzadim Asanah Bet Tzidet Tzadim Manda Shari Bet Tzidet Tzadim Shanah Bet Tzidet Tzadim here we have a Tana uh, when it comes to the basket on the tree that uh, is Matir is Oser here Matir there so like my answer is Amar of Papa no 
This Tana really holds that you could use the Tzadim. And here we're talking about a basket with a very, very small opening. When I'm picking up the bread, I'm shaking the, the tree. I'm using mamash in the tree itself. And therefore, if there's a nail over there, it's mutar because I'm not shaking the tree. And bottom line, mutarin. And in the halakha would apparently be like uh, like Abaye who said that Tzadin is Asur, Tzidet Tzadin is Mutar, and Tosfot right away jumps and asks, well, we know that we have a Kabbalah all over Shas, that halakha is like Abaye in six cases, Ya'il Kagam, why don't we count this as one of them? And anyone who wants to get involved in a good sugya, a good limud, you start with the Ramban and Ritva, and uh, go from there. Amar Avashe, Hashtad de Amar, Tzadin Asurin. Now that you said that Tzadin is Asur, Haidarga de Madla, the ladder that you go up, uh, that I guess the, the security guards go up to a lookout post, Lolin Hai Inisha Dikla, you shouldn't lean the ladder on a tree and then go up. Why the Havulahut Tzadin? Because that's using the side of the tree. You're having the, the ladder lean on the tree. You should uh, you should put a uh, peg or a nail and have the uh, in the tree and then have the ladder lean on the peg and then you're using uh, and when you're going up don't put your foot on that peg rather you should put it on the uh, steps on the ladder the next Mishnah starts Matirin Amir we uh, untie um, straw that's tied up together so they could be easier for them to eat Rashi explains it that way and uh, the, right away we have this question how could you untie something untie is a, a surah on Shabbat so the Shilte Giborim answers we're talking about a situation where it's not so it's a professionally knotted it's not, uh, it wasn't a kosher so therefore the matir wasn't an issue the Rambam explains that you're tying the food uh, itself. Uh, you're using the bundles itself to tie itself. And that's allowed with animal food. Uh, either way, we spread out the nice ones as uh, where the animal could go eat it. And the Rabbeinu Hanel says we break it, we crush it to make it easier to eat. And uh, this way the, the animal could smell it and go eat it. And the Gemara explained what exactly is keeping and zirin. We don't crush uh, animal food, and not the caribs, because it's a tirhara that we don't need to do. For, it's just a waste of, uh, of precious energy, because they can eat it by themselves without crushing it. Rebiuda allows the, uh, crushing the caribs for uh, smaller animals like sheep or goat, because they have, uh, very, uh, they have very tiny teeth. They're both uh, straw that's uh, been bundled. What's the difference? Pekirin tere. Pekirin have been knotted uh, twice on both ends. Kipin plata. Kipin has three knots. Why this one in the middle also? Zirin de arze. Zirin is cedar branches that are wet that animals could eat. This is what Tanakama is trying to say. Matirin. We could open up the straw 
in front of an animal, and you can even spread them out, crush them, whatever it is. And same thing with the keeping. Why? Nothing. And, and the Gemara explains, what's Rav reason? We could, uh, you, you could work around with food. You could open it up, you could untie it, spread it out, make it, make it look good for the animals. But to create food, we don't. Now, that Pekyain and Zirin are the same thing, not, uh, not uh, keeping Zirin. Uh, the difference is pekyain tere two knots, zirin tlata three knots, kipin, what's kipin? De arze is uh, cedar branches that are wet. We can open straw bundles in front of an animal, aval paspuse lo, but you can't spread it out. Vechipin, paspuse namim befasfisinan, but and even kipin, you could, uh, you know, spread them out, make them look nice. Avalo hazirin nefasfes. But the, the zirin, you cannot uh, move them around. You can only untie them. And we can create food for an animal because we don't want it hurt. We don't want the animal to eat and hurt itself. However, but we're not going to make. We're not going to let you work hard uh, for this food. Untie this, do that, do that. That's already too much. He feels it's there's no need, the animal could figure it out on its own. So now the Gemara asks on Ravuna, who said that Pekirin and Kipin are the same thing except how they're tied. Tanan, it says in the end of our Mishnah, We don't crush the animal food and the, and the, the carobs in front of an animal. My love Haruvin do the Shahat. Aren't we saying that the Haruvin is like the Shahat? Ma Shahat the same way the Shahat animal food is soft. Av Haruvin And the same thing the caribs are uh, soft. And crushing them is only just to, to make it easier for them. And still it's uh, the, the, the Mishnah says that So you see, we don't uh, work hard with food. Ravuna goes against Ravuna. He allowed you to, to work hard on food. That's not, that's not what it means. The shahat, the animal food is like the haravin. Maharavin, the kushay. Caribs are hard. Also, the shahat is hard. So, how do you find animal food that's very hard? Small donkeys, that even, the, even regular animal food is hard for them and have to crush it and create food for them. But if they were big, uh, then it would be mutar because they could eat it uh, without it. So Gemara asks again in Ravuna, Tashema, Rabbi Uda matir baharuvin ledaka. Rabbi Uda allows you to uh, to crush uh, the caribs for behema daka. Now we're trying to understand it. Ledaka in legasa lo. Dafka for the small animal, the sheep, the goat, but not for the big cows. Yamat bishlama. If you want to explain like that, according to Buda, Tanakama savar mitrach bochla lo tachinan. And Tanakama holds that you, we don't work hard uh, to make food look good. However, shaveh meshavinan, but we do we allow you to create food. Hainu deka amar biyuda haruvin deka nami shaveh ochalahu. Now we understand what Biyuda said that crushing caribs for skinny animals, small animals, is is creating food. However, for big animals, it's asur because it's already you can eat it as is, and you're working for no reason. 
But if you want to say like Huna, Tana Kama Sava Shave Uchlado Mishavinan, that we don't create food for them. Mitrah Bokhlad Matahina, but you're allowed to work a little bit hard. Review that the Matiba Harovinda Dakar, view that allows you to crush caribs for small animals. Kolshik and the Gasal. Kolshik and you should allow me to, to you should allow me to crush it for big animals. Because for sure it's edible for the big animals and I'm just uh, making it look good. I'm not creating anything. It's like my answer is misavat daka daka mamash. You think when we said daka, we're talking about skinny small animals like goats and sheep? No, my daka. We're talking about a gasa or my karil daka. So then why are you calling it daka? Didaika bauchla. No, it's medayeket like the giduk. It's medayeket what it eats, meaning it crushes and it crushes and it crushes until it's very very small. And we understand that Rabbi Yehuda was only allowing crushing uh, the caribs only for a big animal because they could, she could eat it even without me crushing it for her. And I'm just making it easier for her. But for Behemad you, you can't crush it because now I'm creating food for her. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to eat. So now the Gemara asks, resha ben daka ben gasa. Right? When, the resha, when it said ben daka ben daka miklal, it sounds like Rabbi Yudah was actually talking about real behemadaka, cows, uh, sorry, sheep and goats. The Gemara answers, you're right. Then the question now goes back on Ravuna. Why would, you, would Rabbi Yudah allow crushing even for a small animal? Kashia. Tashema. Now we're going to take a turn and ask on Rabbi Yudah. Tashema. We will be learning in the Mishnah in Kufnun Vav Amud Bet. Tashema mechatchin etadeluin lifnei behema. We could cut up uh, pumpkins that were already, uh, I guess, uh, plucked off the ground uh, in front of an animal. You could cut them up, uh, put it in front of an animal. Get the nevela lifnei kelavim. And if you have a nevela, not kosher meat, you could cut it up and put it in front of the dogs. My love, the loin domiad nevela. Only talking about the pumpkin is as soft like a nevela, like the meat. The man nevela derkicha. The nevela is rakich soft. After loin we're talking about soft pumpkins. Alma tachinan beochla. So you see, you're allowed to work a little bit to, to make the the food better. Utyufta de Rav Yehuda, and this goes against Rav Yehuda, who doesn't allow you to make food better. Amar lach Rav Yehuda, lo. That's not what it means. Nevela dumiad loin opposite. The nevela has to be hard, like uh, like the pumpkins. Pumpkins when it comes off the ground, it's very hard. The same way pumpkins are hard. We're talking about hard meat. How you have hard meat. You have elephant meat, which is hard. Small little uh, uh, dogs. And that even even regular meat is very hard for them. They have to cut them up to smaller pieces and have to create food for them. And therefore it's mutar. Tashema, okay, fine. Again, we're asking of you that. The tenor of Hanan min hardea mifarchinan teven vespasta. We can spread around straw and animal food, and we can mix it up together, even though they're ready food without it. And you could see Alma tarhin that we're allowed to work hard to make the food better, and that's against Raviuda. So my answer is teven betivna sariya. When we're telling you straw, we're talking about straw that is somewhat uh, rotten that uh, you, you can't really eat unless you play around with it Vaspasta and the animal food that we're talking that we're telling you let us spread around we're talking about uh, small donkeys that have trouble eating with that if you don't uh, spread it around and therefore you're creating food for them and therefore it's mutara now the next mishnah and of sinetagamal 
of sin is overfeed. Dorsin is when you force food down his throat. Aval malaitin, but I could uh, place food over there in his uh, trough. Ve'en ma'amirin et'agalim, and we don't ma'amirin. Uh, the Gemara is going to explain each one of the following uh, uh, words. So let's uh, just let's be patient. Ve'en ma'amirin et'agalim, we don't ma'amir the calves. Aval malaitin malkitin le'tenegolim, but we're malait and malkitin to the chickens. We could put water in the bran, the log of lean, but we don't mix it to, uh, because that's already lisha. Lisha is kneading. We don't put water in front of bees or doves that come next to my house in nests. They're not mine, and if they're not mine, I'm not allowed to give them food. But if they're my ducks, my chickens, I could give them uh, water. But if they are had and uh, and the uh, doves that come from Hardisiot, from Hardos, that uh, I that they belong to me and I'm supposed to feed them, I'm allowed to give them water on Shabbat. Now the Gemara asks, my end of sin. What does that mean? We we now let it overfeed. We don't make a trough where you could put the animal food in her stomach. So the Gemara asks me, is there such a thing that you put uh, so much food in an animal? The Gemara says, I saw this Ishmaeli, uh, he gave his camel a core of, of, of animal food, of, of straw, and then he put another core on top of his, uh, on top of his back. The Gemara continues, and Ma'amirin. We said we're not Ma'amir the calves. Now, but you, you are allowed to be Ma'it. Now, Ezohi Hamra'av, Ezohi Hal'ata. What is what? Amar Yuda Hamra'ah, Lemakum She'enai Cholal Hazir. Stuffing it down its throat where you know it's not going to be able to bring it down, uh, throw it back up. Hal'ata, Lemakum She'cholal Hazir. It's a place where we could uh, spit it up if he doesn't want it. Both of them, you're, you're placing it, you're placing it down its throat that it won't be able to throw it up. So what's the difference? you're doing it with maybe a spoon or something to shove it down. And halata is doing it with your hand. Rav Yosef. Now, Rav Yosef has a problem with what Rav Yudah just explained. What does that mean? And we're not allowed to be malkit for the for the for the doves that just hang out by the nest. They don't belong to me. And of course, you're not allowed to be malkit. Tegma asks, my malkitin or my malkitin? If you want to tell me, malkitin means the safele bayadaim that you put food inside its mouth with your hand, and malkitin the shade leukamayu. I just put food in front of them. Miklal. So what do you understand from this? That stam birds that show up in my house. I'll even throw food in front of them. And why should that be a sur? Why can't I just throw food outside for the animals to eat? You have to say that means that place where you can't throw it back up. And means a place where you, it could spit it back up.
And I'm understanding that the Mishnah allowed me to stuff the chicken all the way down his throat where it's not going to be able to throw it up. And the same idea would be with the calves. I'm allowed to stuff it down to a place in its stomach where I can't uh, return it, except it's just called halkata by chickens. And by agalim, it's called halata. Uh, so what comes out? The hamra'ah. Bikli, uh, that hamra'ah has to be with a with a spoon or something that shoves it down the throat. Keli, utiuftad Rav and it goes against Rav Yehuda, who says it's asur to put it down the, her throat in a place where she can't throw up, in no matter what the case is. So the Gemara answers, Amar lach Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda would answer back, La'olam halketin means the safed le'beyadaim, is you give it, you put it in its mouth or you put it down its throat where it could throw it up. And malkitin means the shadele kama, you just throw it in front of them, on, put it on the floor in front of them, let them go eat it. The question you asked, the you asked the question, am I not allowed to throw birds' uh, food, the, the, the regular birds that come outside? Well, what's the problem? I didn't do anything, there's not even a tirha. So I would answer, The chickens and the ducks uh, that are in front of my house, they're mine, they belong to me, I have to feed them. Uh, they're waiting for me to get food, so I'm allowed to feed them. Those that come from uh, all over the place, they're not mine, and I don't have to feed them. That It's not uh, my obligation to feed them. We have a, the, the Gemara proves it. We give food to a dog, but not to a, uh, not a pig. What's the difference between a dog and a pig? I have to feed. It's my obligation. It's mine. I have to feed. But the pig, I don't have to feed. Why? Because a, Jew, a curse it is the Jew. There's a curse on a Jew who, who raises a pig in his house. Uh, you're not allowed to have a pig, so a Jew wouldn't have a pig. And you could even learn it from our Mishnah. You could even midayek it. How? I can't give water to the bees or the or the doves that come, the pigeons that come from nowhere in the nests. But I'm allowed to give water in front of the ducks, the chickens, and the the doves that belong to me, my tama. Isn't it because love mishum one is my obligation, they're mine, I have to feed them. One uh, they're not, they're not mine. The Gemara answers, okay, according to that cheetah, if you want to explain the Mishnah that way, Maya. So then what's the Hidush with water? I feel I can't uh, even give them I can't even give uh, you know throw bread at them. I can't even throw wheat, barley, anything I can't throw at them. So the Gemara explains, if the bird wants to go find water, it could find any puddle, lake, river, go and drink from there. But where is it going to find food? So I'm allowed to throw it food. Even if they're not mine, I could throw bread in front of the yard, let the birds eat from it. And there's no proof to be who does words. Meaning it could still go either way. Rabbi Yonah, he was Doresh in front of the house of the Beit HaNasi. My dikhtiv yodea tzaddik din dalim. Yodea kadosh baruchu bekelev shem ezonotav mu'atin. He knows that the dog, you know, doesn't eat a lot, doesn't get a lot of food. Lefichach shuhaya achilato b'me'am shalashayamim. Therefore, a dog, you know, he's not going to get food from a lot of places. So therefore, whatever he does eat is going to stay in his stomach for three days. Kedithanan. We learned even in the Mishnah Nahalot. Kama tishhe achilato b'me'av yetameh. 
if uh, if someone ate uh, a, a piece of a human that is tameh, right? But a, a human that is dead, right? And so it's tameh met, and it's, you ate it, and it's in your stomach. How how long are you going to be tameh for? Three days, uh, for full a uh, full seventy two hours. You're going to be tamet. What about chickens and fish? The amount of time it takes for it to fall in the fire and burn. Meaning, not that long. How long would it take for skin to uh, for a piece of meat from a human being to burn? Not let me twenty minutes, whatever it is. Therefore, you see that that you have we have to give food to a dog. Even though it doesn't belong to us, how much do I have to give him? The size of his uh, of his ear. But then hit him right away. That's in the sadeh. But if it's in the city, don't give him anything. They tell me so. He's gonna come after you, and it's a pain in the neck to have a dog running after you. People will not be comfortable, and they're gonna get away from you. There's no one more poor than a than a dog because he has very he doesn't have a lot of food and people don't have a lot of rahamim on dogs. There's no one more rich than a pig because he can really eat anything and he always has anything to eat. Now the Gemara is going to go back to the Mahloket of Yudan of Hasda Tanya. We learned in the Brayta Kavate de Yudah Ezohi hamra'ah ve'ezohi halatah Hamra'ah means marbitzah You put the animal on the floor Upokeset pia You put a rod in its mouth to keep it open Umachila kashinin umayim You give it vegetables, animal food, water Bivatahat at the same time You stuff it in the throat Halatah machila me'umad Halatah means you It could be standing And you're feeding it that way Umashka me'umad And you could uh, you could give it water while standing Menotin kashinin bifne atzman Umayim bifne atzman You could give water on it its own and uh, the, the the food by its own and we obviously understand when it's standing you, there's no possible way of stuffing it down its throat and that's like the perush of Rav Yehuda now going back to the Mishnah we could be the chickens and we give a water we could put water with uh, with uh, bran but we don't mix it Who's our Mishnah like that you're allowed to put the water with the bran and there's no isur of kneading lisha Ve'amali and Rabbi Benachmani told me Rabbi Yosi Bar Yudahi. It's a it's a quantity sheet of Rabbi Yosi Bar Yudah. The Tanya. Echad notem takemach. Echad notem tochomaim. Person who puts the flour in the bowl and another person puts the water. Aharon hayav. The last person who put the water is hayav mishum lisha. That's Rabbi. Rabbi Yosi Bar Yudah. Omer eno hayav achegabel. No one's no one's hayav until you mix it. Uh, so you see that the Amishnah that allows you to put the water is like Rabbi Yossi Ber Yehuda. So the Gemara pushes back. Dil ma'at kano kamar Rabbi Yossi Ber Yehuda hatam ela kemach debar gibuhu. Hey, maybe over there is different. Kemach by putting water and mixing it, it becomes a dough. And if you don't mix it, that you didn't, there's no kneading, then there's no dough. You can mix it all day and nothing will happen. It's not going to become a dough. And then I feel that just putting, even he would admit that just putting water in it is good enough and that's going to be its needing. So it's not clear that our Mishnah goes according to his Shita. 
The Gemara pushes back. Lo salkalatach. You can't say that. The Tanya Behediat says straight up. En notnin ma'im lamursan diver rebi. Rebi Yosiba Yehuda Omer notnin ma'im lamursan. You do put water. That means it is his shita. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem la'olam. Amen ve'amen.